Perichal Gimel, paragraph Uba Perik Rabbi Akiva. Gimor in Shabbos now. Instead of the Midrash. So, Shom Amru, Beshem Rabbi Avahu, Beinyan Acher. So, says the Gimor in Shabbos, Har Sinai, Shmo. Its, its essential name was Har Sinai. Volama Nikra Shmo Har Chorev Shiyarda Chorova Lumos Olamalav, which is um, back in the, in the Midrash that we just went through, it, it said it was called Har Chorev Shimimeno. Either the one opinion was in the based in Rishus Laharog Becherev, the Rav Shmuel Bar Nachman Amar Shemimeno Nutlu Haakum Gzardin Shalahem Lihios Charevim. Sounds very similar. Compared to the the midrash in that regard, the difference is that in the midrash, first of all, we had five names for for the mountain, right? We had five names, and all five had a significance. All five were, were darshaned. Here, we're saying there's really only two names, and we're saying one is an essential, one is the actual name itself. Everything has a name, and like we said before, um, maybe. You know, on some very, very deep level, um, there's a reason for those names, but that would already be Baremis, not in, not in the, on the level of Drush. On the level, but, but the second name, that would be like a nickname, right? So, meaning, you don't ask someone, hey, you know, why, you know, why are you called, you know, Noah? Like, you know, what, what's, I mean, you could, you could do those types of things, but it wouldn't be Bebechines Drush, it would be Bebechines Remes. But uh, but if a person has a nickname, um, you know, Fireball, so then you can try to think about, you know, why is this person called Fireball? Uh, perhaps uh, is there a certain explosive personality, right? Or, uh, um, you know, so- something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So that, so, so the moment, so the second name, which is not the actual name, so that name is a nickname, that name is coming to convey a, an idea. So over here in the, in the in the Gemara, there are two names, and Harsinai is the real name, and so um, Har Chorev, that's the nickname, that's the one that's conveying um, their Jewish certain information to us. Rabbi, have we answered yet why we go to the negative rather than the positive? We have not. Now, we may be answering it right now, that if, according to Rabbi Avahu over here, in the Gemara and Shabbos, let's say we primarily go with Rabbi Avahu and not with that, with that midrash, right? This is the Gemara. Gemara, you know, this was selected by by, by Rabbi Naravashi over here. Um, so then, Rabbi Avahu is saying that Har Sinai is its name, Har Sinai Shmo. That's its real name. Don't darshan Har Sinai. Sinai just means that's a name. Just Har Sinai. No drushes. 
the other names connote things. So then, if, if, then according to this, it would make a lot of sense why we would call it Harsinai. We call Harsinai as his name. Yeah? Uh, speak it out. Speak it out. I, that, that should be very clear. If, as, if you're making faces, it means... Very clear, but I guess I just disagree based on every Hashkafa I've learned in Machan Yaakov. you. That everything has a tongue. So to say that's just its name, I mean, the... It a, seems a little schwer. No, one, one sec, one sec. A, again, it just, uh, this is... Um, I heard what you said. It's just, I'm saying it doesn't pattern match. Just, just to make sure that what's not pattern matching for you, um, what, we're, what, what, what we're understanding, for example, the... There's a different level, there's two different levels of analysis. There's two different levels of how mukrach something is, right? If something is given two names, I know one of them must be a nickname, and the Torah is basically explicitly coming and telling me something. That's on level of drush. It's coming and saying. Whereas, let's say it only had one name. Let's say the only Torah only ever referred to this place as Har Sinai. That's the only thing it ever had. Now, it's still, it's, it's a very, very hush of a um, place, such a crucial place in history of humanity. So it can't be, now we're going to do like already more deeper digging. We're saying it can't be that this is just a coincidence. And that this place was named Harsinai, this where the Torah was given, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's something more to it. Right, that's called remez. Does that as a, does that make sense? Does that resonate? Not to say that there's nothing, but it would be on a different level of learning of the Torah. It would be on a level of remez. Okay. Okay. So now on the level of remez, absolutely, I agree with you. We will need to, you know, but the, the difference is that to to understand remez, you have to know sold. Right, meaning. Um, which means somebody can come and who knows sold and can show you, see this? It's a remez over here. So you and I can break our heads for a million years trying to figure out what Sinai means and we'll never know. But somebody who knows sold will come along and he'll tell you that Sinai is from, you know, certain permutations of Hashem's name and this and it stands for that and whatever it is. So, great, right? So, and here's the concept that it all represents. We can't get at it from what we have in front of us. That's that's remez. You can only get to if you have the sod, okay? Um, to understand what the what the remez is. Drush, um, we can figure out. The Drush means if the Torah is coming to tell me, right? If it's using two different names. Clearly, one of them is a nickname. The Torah is coming to say something. So, let's hear what it has to say. So, I agree with you, Ezra, that even in the world of Rabbi Avahu we can still follow up. I think this is the point you were making. We can still follow up and say, okay, fine, Rabbi Yavah, I got it. The nickname, that was because of a churv, of the, Sheyarud Churva Lumos Olam, Allah, right? Good. But why is it essentially called Sinai? We can still ask that question, and hopefully someone who knows Sod will come and give us the answer. We can't demand that. It's not a kasha. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a kasha. You know, why does it have the second name? Right? It, it could be it could be uh, a Shiloh for a Chochem. 
What is it? Right? Whereas in Drush, it's, it's a kasha. Why is, there, why is the Torah giving you two names? One of them must be saying something. That's all we're coming to say. Okay? So, you know, if the Maral will be very nice to us, he'll maybe reveal to us the remnants, you know, uh, that the name Sinai stands for. But we were asking in, in the Midrash, where it was in their Drush, and Sinai meant Sina, mean, meant Rihuk, that the nations have been distanced from Hashem. So we're asking why should that be the primary name? Now that we're saying we're seeing that there's another, that there's a that there's a Gemara that says that this was the primary name, so that's not that's not, that's not difficult anymore. Now we have a Shaya. So what does it mean, according to according to Rabbi Abav? Okay, Biruzet, Kilihar Sinai Shtei Shemus, Bilvad. There's only two names. Ha'echad Shema Etzmi. One is the essential name. Vashenima. This is what comes out. Nishayim means this is what necessarily comes out of it. This is a um, result of it. Everything, depending on what it is fundamentally, will also have with it consequences and interactions with the world. It's very interesting, actually. Rav Tzadok w- w- uh, um, has a beautiful piece where he explains with animals. So we are used to thinking, we've heard these drushes many times, right? Uh, that the animals, depending on the names that Adam Arishan gave them, that defines who they are. For example, um, a para is called a para because what? Well, okay, it comes from the word pru, pru or pre, maybe. pre, right? Fruit. Pre. So the para is fruitful. The para produces more milk than any animal, like by far. I mean, it's not like well, the cow is bigger than the goat, so it produces just that much more milk. No, it produces like crazy. It's it's just like it's just like this animal that just flows out milk. It's a milk farm, right? I mean, the milk cow, right? It's like, you know, this animal is just, is make, is just fruitful. It's just making fruits. An animal that makes fruits. Yeah? Um, you know, uh, and, then, and then you go through it. Uh, what's a sev? What, what's, what's a zev? Uh, what's a, every, every animal, the, the name that Adam called it is because this is how that animal um, fits in to the greater world of Adam. Right? That that here's what it does. You know, we just had this in this, in this past expansion, we had all those birds with all those names, right? Um, and uh, you know, the the Rahama and the and so so all those names are Darshan, right? Because those are very clearly, distinctly names that come from words such as Rahama's mercy or you know Kaasa is from English of Kas, right? All, all these all these names. Um, so that, that we're familiar with. But Rav Tzadik says, but the truth is that they have a more fundamental name. And that is actually the, the noise that they make. So, you know, whether a sheep making bah or a, uh, you know, a cow making moo, right? That that is really speaking out. That's their deep word. That's really their essence. I. so what's this other thing that we're used to? So that's how they 
express themselves to us. That's how they fit into our world. But then, when it is by itself, what is it in relation to itself? That's that's represented by, 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 by that noise that it makes. Then, right? So there's two parts. There's always who I am inside of me, and then how that express how that express how that interacts and interrelates with you. So to over here, the, there is the Shema Etzim, and there is the way that that is expressed and revealed to the outside world. Okay, so it's going to be that Sinai is the essential name, and the Chorev is the way that the Sinai is expressed to the world. That's why there's two names, Hayachad Mora that which comes out from it, which is a result. It's not what it is, it's what it does. Now, obviously, what it does is a result of what it is. Right? But, the, but that is already externally defined, as opposed to internally defined. The kanem is chayev hu, churban haumus. Here, the result is the destruction of the of the nations. Now, just pause for one second over here. Um, when we talk about Hurban Haumos, number one, um, we're certainly not talking about the annihilation of humankind as we know it, with the exception of the, you know, 14 million or so Jews. That that's Hashem did not uh, d- d- does not seek to to destroy the um, you know the, all the nations of the world. We see in the prophecies of what will be in the future is it, it means where they will accept the kingship of Melch Mashiach, where they will accept accept the kingship of Hashem upon themselves, right? The, like we know that the Hasidim Olam, the non-Jews that keep the seven mitzvahs of Bnei Noach, they have a chelik and yeah, but but the, but they, but Hasidim Musa Olam are not an, in a, a separate nation. I mean, a nation means an ideology to a certain extent. This is this is this is kind of what this is what life is really about. Yeah, like this, that is going to have to go because that's krum in one way or another. It's it's not correct. It's not true, right? Um, so the regi- the regimes. Perhaps you you would call it uh, an an umma would be a regime, a uh, uh, a, a government, uh, a structure, a way of way of living that is go- is going to need to be destroyed, right? Because that represents a certain hisnagdus, an opposition to malchus uh, shemaim. Okay, but the individual people, as long as they would like to live in accordance with the will of of, of the Creator, on the contrary, Hashem, we know the Midrash says Hashem was very much pained over the drowning even of the Egyptian army in the in the sea, right? Okay, the Kan Hamishayev who Hurban Haumus Lo Hatov Lanu Lanu Hatova Al Hahar Rakasher. Yikaimu Yisrael 
Hatora Vzilohayalahar. Bam. So the moral answers the Kasha has been bothering you. So number one, first of all, he's telling us, don't think that this Gemara is really any different um, in definition of Sinai than, than the Medrash. This Gemara also understands that Sinai, he didn't say this, but I'm adding, seemingly, he's understanding that also Sinai comes from language of, of, of Sina, which means uh, uh, distancing. Hashem doesn't want anything to do with them. Right, distancing. I, but Rabbi Avau said that Sinai is its name. So it's not, it's not like, like uh, it's just a name. That, that's what the local, I don't know, that's what the local Arabic, the, the, the Bedouins, they used to live around there, it means uh, it means a short mountain or something. That's, that's all it means, right? So it says, no, come on. Are you kidding me? You're telling me that the mountain, the name of the mountain upon which the Torah was given is going to be coincidence just because of the, what it means in, in Bedouin talk? Right? Absolutely not. So Mao says, you're right. He says, really, the difference is that the Shema Etzem is telling you what it is. And the, and then the, the second name is what it, so to speak, what it does. Right? So what it is, is a rehuk that the Umos Olam had from Hashem with, with the Matan Torah. So, still going with the way that we've been defining in the Midrash that we brought in the beginning of the parak, Yeah? So, Sina is a rehuk from Hashem. And then, but, but, but what's going to come out of that? That's, that's, just, that's just a... Uh, that's the reality. That's the, you know, that's just kind of what it is. But what's going to result from that is the, is the destruction of their, of their, of their uh, nationalities. Right, so so now the morale deals with the question that we've been asking. Wait a second. So if indeed not only according to the medrash um, that we brought in the beginning that was brought in the beginning of the parak, but also according to the Gemara and Shabbos, everybody's understanding that Sinai means a language of Sina of 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 hatred. Obviously, not hatred in the human sense of the word, where I'm like so upset and hurt of what you did to me and I'm like pained and I'm right Hashem doesn't Hashem is perfect he doesn't have that but Sina means rehook dist- uh, distance I don't want anything to do with you that's with us when we have Sina that's what it means it means I don't want to see you I don't want to hear from you just disappear maybe even more than that but the Gemara, maybe we even want to if we hate somebody maybe we want to hurt somebody but uh, that the Gemara says by like by the Nachash someone pointed this out last time we were learning was it um, that uh, why this is the Gemara says look look he this uh, people's conduct is not like the conduct of Hashem that by people if they if they hate someone so then they try to starve them or kill them or whatever it is so by Hashem that uh, with the Nachash that Hashem wanted to punish the Nachash so he let him eat. The, he, he gave him to eat the offer of the of the world, which the offer of the world is plentiful. The, the snakes are always have what to eat. Yeah. So, but the point is, so then you have always what to eat. You you just take a hike. Right? Go here. Here's a here's a credit card, and I don't I don't want to see you again. Right. So that's uh, that's the rehook from Hashem. So again, so. Um, 
we're seeing over here the, that in the, in the Gemur and Shabbos, it's mamish. Now it's much more shver Arkasha than the Gemur. At least, according to the Midrash, Harsinai had names that were talking about some of the good things that happened to Klausha, like uh, Harboshan, Hargavnunim, right? It had some names that spoke about some negatively. Why do we use Harsinai? Okay, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should switch over. Maybe maybe from now on use Harlokim or or because for whatever other small but according to the to the midrash no like the whole name is folk it has only two names the essential name is sina and the expression of that is hurban why why is it so focused on the negativity right now you have to, now it's a kasha it's no longer a shaila as we hear the difference before we're asking it as a shaila why do we use now it's a kasha Right? The whole name is about the negativity. What's going on? So, says the Maral, because the positivity of what happened to the Jewish people, that's only going to be as a result when we keep the Torah. It didn't happen instantaneously. It's not that, ooh, bam, you got the Torah, great, you're, you're in. You're, you made it into Olam Haba. It's not so simple, right? It's... Uh, Right? So we have to be mezake ourselves. We have to we have to purify ourselves. We have to be mezakech ourselves. Right? So that's only going to happen when we're doing that. But the immediate result was the fact that the nations who did not receive the Torah were uh, were fundamentally distanced. Right? Like the Derech Hashem says that. Although humanity had a, uh, right, so after the hate of Adam Rishon, who fell from the Tzalem Elohim, so Hashem gave him another chance. And that was for 20 generations, right, for 20 generations, anyone that would come back to the level of, you know, some sort of a level of uh, Tzalem Elohim, some sort of a critical level, obviously, uh, he says that this divine wisdom decreed how much that is. It's, uh, obviously, Noah, let's say, uh, or shame, they were tzaddikim to a certain extent, right? But we know that the midrash that Rashi brings is that if Noah would have been standing next to Avraham, he would have looked like a like a midget, right? He would have been insignificant compared to Avraham, right? So the le- the critical level, whatever that was that was required to come back to the Madriga of Adam Arishan was reached only by Avram Avinu. And so henceforth, the only people that, 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 that could have that would be from Avram Avinu, Avram, Yisak, and then Yaakov, and then, and then you know, that's it. From them, it was, it was just, for Avram, was, uh, he was told, B'Yitzchak. Yikar Yikar Al-Chazera. So it'll be, it'll be, uh, and it'll, it's, it's not, it's not all of Yisak. It's only, it's only some of Yisak. So that's that's Yaakov. So that's that's the full, that's the true um, Avram Avinu. But then the mirror, the the Hashem says, but then Hashem gave so to speak a second chance at Har Sinai, where the Umos Olam could have could have accepted the Torah, which. Um, which contradicts to a certain extent what the Midrash says, that when Hashem came to the Umus Olam, 
to Esav, he came to Esav, he came to he came to Ishmael, and they said, "What do you mean? My whole, what's what's written in it?" So you tell them, uh, and they said, "What do you mean? This is the uh, this is the antithesis of my entire bracha. My whole bracha. A bracha is means this is what my, you know, this is what my place in the world is. Is is the opposite of this? How can I, how can I accept the Torah? So so the point is that as individuals, people could have people could have come. People could have come to it, right? Like Yisro came, right? People could have come. The, the whole world heard. The, the whole world understood what was happening. People could have come. And, and they didn't come. So now, that's it. So everybody, they decided it's, it's not for them. Not uh, on a national level, they, they, they didn't work for to, to regain the Salam Lukim. And even on the individual level, they didn't come to Harsinai. Um, so at that moment, that's it. They, so the, that channel is closed now. There can still be a concept of gerim. That's a different story. That gerim are people who become bnei Israel. But, uh, but 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 as but being as other people, that that not. Yeah. What was your, I, I'm following the cash that you're you're holding in. Sorry, you, you're. You said something as a shayla, and they said, "No, now it's, it's a kasha." I'm yeah, not, not, not sure I understand. As a, can you please repeat back to Noah what was a shayla for us, and now it became a kasha with the name Sinai? Yeah, I didn't hear what Noah said. I didn't come through, but but I can repeat what you just asked. Noah okay, would so like to know just to, just to make sure. Noah would like to know that he feels that he heard something switch over. From the back when we had learned the Medrash, we had a Shaila. But now that we've learned the Gemorian Shabbos, now it's become a Kasha. He wants to know what is that. Right, so in the Midrash we have a parent, which is, we, we have five names. One, the one at the top is Hara Elohim. And then we have basically two branches, the Tova branch and a Ra branch coming out from that parent. Uh, so Harsinai is in the Ra branch, and the Shaila is... Why Harsinai rather than any of the other four, uh, three names, or even the parents, the, the Har Elohim, which would have made the most sense. The Kasha in the Gemara and Ravavavu is that he only brings two names, I think, uh, Harsinai and Har Chorava, which are both negative. So now the Kasha is, we know that there are other names. We know that there's uh, other names brought, uh, I guess, in the Torah. I, I don't know where they're um, but if Ravavahu is only bringing negative names, and the kasha is, why is Hartsinai intrinsically negative? At least when you have the two branches, you have a tova and a ra. So there's two, there, there's a mix going on. But if you only bring the negative, and the, uh, I thought this is where Matan Torah was given. How can it all be negative? It doesn't make sense. Perfect. Wow. Perfect. Good job, Ezra. That was uh, really no? clear. Very clear. Okay, Ezra, Noah said that was really clear. Very good. Okay, right. So what, the, the the whole thing is negative now, right? That, that's that's really strange. Usually, events are positive events. The positive events may have negative may have negative repercussions for other people, right? But but the, the entire Matan Torah is, is 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 a negative event. That's that's really strange. So Maral's answer. So the Maral's is answering that the different because like this, the positivity of it is yet to come. The positivity of it is not, boom, here on the spot. Right? That's yet to come. When the... When the, the exactly. Exactly. Whereas, 
the the negative aspects of it, that was that, that took effect immediately. That's actually a result of Har Sinai. Um, we can we can circle back to the analogy that we gave last time to help understand what we spoke about. We know, what is this concept? Why is there you know, just because Hashem is giving the Torah to Klausel, um why does that mean that there should be a Sina and a Harova to the Umus Olam? So we said that, that just like Kiddushin is that the woman becomes Mikudeshas to the husband, but she becomes a Surlukol Hegdish, Lukuli Almaka Hegdish. So too, at Harsinai, that closeness, that that's it. Now you singe, now you sealed. The clouds are the ones that, that have this intimate relationship with Hashem, and not anyone else. That's what we spoke about: it. closeness and to the exclusion of other. So then we can say over here, maybe that um, just like with Kedushin, although you're right that technically she's becoming Mekudeshis, Miyuchedis, Mezumenis to the Baal, but Lamaisa, that's not going to happen until later where now they begin actually living together. That, and that's called... Nisun, right? The kedushin is is before the nisun, and the kedushin is she becomes usher to the whole world. That happens immediately. That's that's so to speak, right there on the spot. While she's still living in her father's house, she's already uh, usher to the whole world. Yeah, does that make sense? Not, not following the answer. A- answer answer is that if we if we let's say theoretically the we 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 hit the pause button on the world right at Harsinai, Klaus will accept the Torah, pause. Right? So we didn't really do anything yet. We didn't really get that closeness yet. We we haven't done any mitzvahs. I mean, it was a, obviously a great act, Nasavanishma, good, but that's all just setting up the stage for Avodah Hashem, which the Torah empowers us to do. But but the Umas Olam have now been cut off. That's it. They didn't come. The event took place. Buttons been pressed. Doors closed. The plane. Ha- you know, it's like a liftoff, right? Meaning. Once, once you, you know, the plane, they, they close the doors, right? And you start, like, the plane's going on the runway. You're not yet in your destination by any sense, in any sense of the word. But nobody's getting on the plane. But, nobody, but nobody's getting on uh, anymore. So that, that, they're all not on. That we can say. You're not yet there. 
but they're all not going. How does that answer the question? I, I see, I hear the chilek we're making now, but this is, this is now saying that... That's why it's called Sinai. That's why it's called Sinai, because what, when you look at the mountain, what, what fundamentally happened on the mountain was the doors of the airplane were closed, and, it's, and, and it started going early. It, it excluded them. That's what Sin, Sinai is, the language of Sina, from language of yes. distancing, casting away. Uh, Harava, the, as a result of this, there's going to be uh, a Hurban coming to the, to, the, to the other regimes. That's what's happening immediately. That's what's happening right there. Maybe I missed the thrust of the question. I thought the question was, why are we over here exclusively on the negative? Answer, because that's what happened at the mountain, actually. The other positive things were only in potential at the mountain, but they're going to actually only happen when the Jewish people are going to keep the Torah later on. So this is the, so the focus is not positivity or negativity. The, po- po- the focus is what happened immediately. Right. Meaning, you, you know, we can be very, very positive people, but you still have to... We'd li- if everything else is equal, then we would like to take the Tov versus the Ra. We'd like to take the positive versus the negative, right? If, there's, if, if both of them took place right there and then, then sure, then we all preferably talk about the positive. Right, as opposed to the negative effects. But uh, b- but if the positive is yet to happen, it's just been made that it can happen, but it's yet to happen. Whereas the negative already took place on the mountain. So then, so then that's what uh, has. To, so then th- then that's appropriate for that to be its name. Um. Yeah, so we said so. So four o'clock, so it's only going to be uh, later on. It's not didn't happen on the mountain. Avalu Musa Olam Miyad Shalorotsu Lekabla Torah immediately when they when they didn't want to accept the Torah. Hayazeh Hurban Laakum. And again, when we say they didn't want to accept the Torah, there's two ways you can say it. One is that on an individual level you want to accept the Torah, or you can say that it mean it doesn't mean that they could have accepted it and not. Right? Because like I said to you, that the morale will speak it out, that they didn't have the hachano, they didn't have the preparation, they didn't have the kalim to accept the Torah. That's that, that's the whole point. We were the sons of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. That's why we were chosen to accept the Torah. Uh, but but it means, it's one thing when in potential, there's this difference between Klaushal and, and the Goyim. I mean, you know, everybody's walking around, nobody's got the Torah. Uh, this one, he has the potential to the This one does not. That's not yet actualized, that distinction. Once the event actually happens, and that distinction now becomes, oh, you did not accept the Torah. I, what do you mean by I couldn't? It's true, but you couldn't because your great-grandfathers chose to live hedonistic lives. That's why you couldn't, right? So you and all of you and this whole lineage are now cast off. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it's them not accepting the Torah is not necessarily that particular generation. It's it's that nation, it's that entire nation, and what they've been doing for the last for the last uh, twenty generations. Um, twenty six generations. 
כי בהסחדש המיילה הזוס היא ניסינס התורה לישראל קיבלו אומוס גזרדין שלהם. אוקיי, so this I think maybe he may even may be alluding to what you said in this last sentence. Saying that when this become, became actualized and expressed for Klausrel, that's when the Gzardun came down for the Goyim. Why does he have to say that? It's just, if you're telling me that they didn't accept the Torah, they, they should have jumped up and said, yes, we'll take it. Right? The, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the Persians, right? Should have, should have, well, we're in, right? The Yishmaelites should have grabbed it. So then, then it's obvious. They didn't. That's why they're being punished. He says, no, no. When this new, when this new level of greatness was introduced to humanity and was given to Klausel, so Kibu Haumos, they got their Xardin. The one that had been coming. I mean, it had been in the pipelines. This had already been laid down. From the times of Avram Avinu and before. That these people had chosen to go that way. And he chose to go straight. But when is the Gzardin? The Gzardin is when finally you see, boom. You cannot accept the Torah. You're a human being who cannot accept the Ratzon Hashem. That is unacceptable. That's unforgivable. That's a Rehuk. Tomorrow is coming to ask the question, why is it called Harsinai and not Harla Elkim or any other name? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, the answer is, it's, it's what happened immediately. That's what happened there. As I said, you can, you, 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 the, you know, if, if we would have done either one of those two, we wouldn't have had a kasha. Because if you're doing the Haralokim, okay, that's like, that's like yeah. the parent. That's, that's right. what happened. Um, if you're doing the positive, you say, listen, the, the whole point of the Haralokim was the positivity, the, the Boshan that the Jewish people, everything that we, 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 we eat, we, we're given by Hashem, or the Gavnunim, that we have this Tmimus uh, and perpetuity, those are, so those are such positive things that that's why we call it that. Uh, that, that, that wouldn't have been a kasha. Uh-huh. Hmm. We're forgetting the negativity. It's weird. Right. Uh-huh. Answer is because no, because negativity is what happened there. These other things are the positivity. That's what's going to happen later on as a result of that. When the Jewish people, now that we have the Torah, when we keep the Torah and we learn it, and we're in this Dabik to Hashem, and all those other wonderful things that we speak about in Mesul Sisharim, then, we're going to have a tremendous closeness to Hashem. So, so, the, so the, the answer is, it's called Harsinai, because at that moment, what was, two things were created, one a potential, and one an immediately. One, one was, yeah. they both happened immediately, but two things were created. One was the potential of Kali Israel to become great, the other thing that happened immediately was the, Immediate gazardin of the almost alone that you cannot become the like Chal Israel ever, even right. potential. Right, and therefore it's going to be a sin and a churban, distancing and a destruction because eventually they will be overcome 
with the Malchus Shemayim when, 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 when all the regimes recognize that. Okay. Okay. Shkoyach. Wonderful. Um, okay, so Be'er Hashem. Um,